In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. Betches Media presents. If you feel depressed and if you feel anxious and you feel confused, you know what? Welcome to the club. Gazpacho police. Oh my God. What a stupid son of a bitch. He believes that it's a woman's right, it's a woman's body, and it's her choice. The Betches Sup Podcast. Sayonara, sucker. Hello, I'm Amanda Duberman. I'm Elise Morales. I'm Millie Tamaras. And this is the Betches Up Podcast, where C-SPAN meets the group chat to help you process the biggest topics in U.S. news and politics. Wonder how much laughing we'll do today, because I would guess among the three of us, maybe we have enough dopamine for the average person who yeah, maybe does not live in America. Worth. One person's worth of, of feel-good neurotransmitters among the three of us. <laughs> I hope you guys are pulling a lot of that weight. <laughs> I mean, I was until I... Open this out loud. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no. You know, famously, on Tuesday, rough one. I have therapy right before mm. our recording. So. You're coming in some type of way. Coming in some type of way every week, baby. Yeah, I did manage to, like, um, it's funny. I went away. We went upstate for the weekend. Me and some couple Cute. friends brought our dogs to nature, and we came back on the 4th. So I didn't really do any like explicit 4th of July Mm -hmm. activities though I did take advantage of the weekend. And it was like, it was one of those things where like I didn't really engage with any of the news from over the weekend until this morning because I was like, whatever, I want to keep, keep the vibes a little strong. (laughs) This is usually the case. But it does just feel like especially so you you just you cannot compartmentalize really this much like you cannot read the headlines that were there this weekend and continue to and really engage in them and continue to enjoy your weekend. It's just not it's just not possible. Yeah, I just like I saw my puppy in water for the first time <laughs> and I just wanted to ride that happiness until like I wanted to get as much from the image of Rusty flopping around in some water that I could before I gave myself over to the everyday tragedies of American mm-hmm. life. <laughs> Did you have a moment of whimsy from your weekend, Millie, that, that really got you through? <laughs> no, I went to the beach. I went to Rockaway Beach and I love the beach. I'm a beach girl. But, you know, in New York is New York beaches. I am a staunch like defender of New York beaches. But sometimes you go, the waves are not right. Like the waves are too close to the shore or the, the water is just too cold or it's too hot. Perfect beach day. Ooh. The water, it had <gasps> wow. like you could walk in for a long time and the water will still be like up into your thighs. You know, it's like the water was a good temperature. The waves weren't too crazy. So it was beautiful. I had a, and I almost didn't go. I almost was like, I don't know if I want to make that trek, but worth I it. Did. it was wow, beautiful. it sounds Beach. magical. I went to Rockaway. 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 Sometimes you'll go out to Rockaway and you're like, oh, I just had the nicest day of my entire life. <laughs> yeah, it's beautiful. 
Got some Popeyes before. Love Popeyes on the beach. The changes they made to it after Hurricane Sandy like destroyed what was there before are great. (laughs) Everything's everything's great. But you know, again, not to get fucking sad. Again, um, there's like a queer part of Reese Beach that's been there for forty years. And now, like, they're trying to make it to a children's playground, like, or trying to develop it and, like, kick off, like, the queer people. And there have been, like, a bunch of cops around there sectioning off. Like, it might be the last summer of the queer beach at Reese. So we can only enjoy things so much. What about (laughs) you, Amanda? Everything really is that Debbie Downer sketch where it's, like, everything, everything is, everything that is enjoyable is paired with the most, the darkest thing you've ever heard. I, I've been enjoying biking. It's really fun to bike um, in the city on a holiday weekend because I just feel much safer. There's like not as many people around to hit or to get hit by. And it's just <laughs> like, but again, like I was just having such a nice time. I'm moving out of my neighborhood soon. So I was just sort of like ambling about like a kid, like through the West Village. But just then I just kept being how feeling very struck by how different my America is from, you know, we'll talk about like a 10 year old in Ohio. It's just so strange that I could just casually be like enjoying this beautiful city and this beautiful country when there's just like so much, so much darkness around. It was, I know everybody's feeling really low. And I I was talking to Sammy about this this morning. You know, we're all people that it's part of our job to always at least try to tell people what the path forward is and, you know, show them how to clear the brush and be like, you know, best case scenario, if we pull all these levers, we can flip the switch. And there's just been so much with the Supreme Court, especially some of their later decisions at the end of the week last week, that just like, I, I have a hard time like being able to do that for people. And that really bums me out. That makes it hard for me to sleep at night. Keep it real, yeah. man. Keep it real. Yeah, it just feels so interesting that like the past three years, I feel like every July 4th has come with this like crazy caveat, like summer 2020, it was obviously like, you know, we were still actively protesting police violence in the streets. This, the last year, it was like Joe Biden had set that goal to have 75% of people vaccinated. And then we just like didn't hit it at (laughs) all. I don't think we ever did, did we? (laughs) This one comes on the heels of this row thing. So it just feels like every single year, it's been accompanied by some kind of like, disturbing other thing that we have to be reckoning with, which I mean, like Frederick Douglass also wrote that about the 4th of July (laughs) when he was living. So Mm -hmm. I guess this is something that people, conscious people have felt on the 4th of July for a very, very long time, but it's felt so acute the past two years where it's like, it feels weird to put up anything that's like, I'm celebrating 4th of July without also acknowledging like, but also right. all the other stuff. Yeah. But at the same time, like, and obviously now we'll transition to talking about yesterday's shooting and Highland Park, Illinois. I also found myself yesterday just feeling really impatient and irritated by, you know, people just rushing to make like, of course, like pretty on brand mass shooting in America on the 4th of July. And it's like, this community was just devastated by a tragedy and yep. will be live in fear, these kids for, uh, for the rest of their lives. And I'm just so sick of like, Ooh, America owning America on Twitter. And it's like, it's not doing anything. And it's just like, it's really starting to grate on me. I I don't know something about the reaction to this and just, and as, as you know, part of our brand is supposed to be humor, but it's like, uh, these, this is like, 
your cute little yeah. metaphor is is not really going to make anybody anybody feel better. It's it's there's some things like there are some moments where like you can't even engage with the discourse that is happening online and like definitely with Roe. I felt that the day that they announced Kamala was going to be vice president. There's just different things where I'm like I really don't need to hear your like take on this. Mm-hmm. I don't really need to hear like what all the stupid jokes you're making about it. It's just like not funny. Um, there are just some things that it's just like we don't need to make fun of everything. And also, mm-hmm. like, I just get annoyed too at people's fucking takes in general. Like, when people are like, here's an eight th- thread about why people shouldn't be wearing the handmaid's tail mm-hmm. things at, at protests. And it's just like, just let fucking people show up how they're going to show up. And like, or like, there's all these things, there's just all these takes and all this shit. And it's, you know, yeah. and somebody says it's like, things were all, you know, look at like, like Elise said earlier, people have been saying shit about the United States for a very, very long time. I feel like, I don't know, things have definitely gotten better. We're living longer. We can have credit <laughs> cards, all this shit. Like, there's been major strides, so, you know, I don't want to get too gloomy there. But it's also, like, I don't know if we're meant to have the opinions and thoughts of hundreds of people at our disposal. No, absolutely not. every yeah. time and during every tragedy. And it's, like, there were always tragedy happening, but, like, were we getting, like, the manifesto of every crazy person, that blah, 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 and, like, or do we know what websites Timothy McVeigh visited before he blah, 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 you know? Mm-hmm. Like, we never had that level of exposure. And, obviously, people, media companies, social media, all of them, they're incentivized to keep you on the app as much as you can. So it's unfortunately up to you, the individual, to monitor your exposure to that shit and to do what's going to protect you. So, you know, it sucks because we do this for a living and all this stuff, but it's also like we have to protect ourselves and and maintain like a level of sanity where we're not fucking... We don't have to know every single detail of everything. I don't know. Right. No, totally. Like thoughts that people might just sit with before previously following a a mass shooting. Like, I wonder if this person experienced this. Instead, they can try and go find evidence that they can reverse engineer and then tweet it before people have even been notified. And it's just, yeah, it's toxic. I also think it can be so, like, to to what Millie is talking about, of just the sheer volume of opinions and, like, thoughts that we get every day. It can be really, really paralyzing because for every potential organizational idea or thing that we can rally around, there's someone with an amazing 10-part thread explaining how actually it doesn't work because blah, blah, blah. And it's like, it it just becomes a thing where it's like, okay, so what, you feel like you can't move because anytime you think like, okay, yeah, I'm going to put my... Uh, my support behind this Twitter will show you the opinion then Mm -hmm. immediately of like well actually you shouldn't do that and actually it's not the best to do that and it's like okay I'm gonna put on this Handmaid's Tale costume I have and go to a protest and then you get 10 tweets that are like don't do it don't you you're actually bad for doing that and then now this from from usually white women yeah right yeah exactly well it's also like when they ban books it's like Oh, well, we're going to buy these books. Don't buy the book. You know, it's just like, oh, my God. Let people show up how they can or, like, 
Can you right. acknowledge that? But it's like there's no processing. There's no acknowledgement of humanity. And I'm guilty of that myself. There are people online who, like, I know in person and I'm just like, oh, I hate that or this and that. And then I meet them I'm like, they're actually fine. Totally. Like, yeah. I'm like fucking seeing the worst parts of them. Right. Well, and just too yeah. much of them. We're all too way much. too overexposed to each other. And, you know, like, I am sure like our like diehard listeners, I'm sure we say things occasionally, maybe often that great on them, but like they can just sort of like move on. Like I have that with, with, with podcasts. I listen to a lot too. They'll say something. And it's like, I, you can't expect the people that you discussed hard issues with or among to validate and affirm every single thing that you, that you feel. But as you were talking about this, Lisa, I think primarily I see this policing happen either women do it to other women or men do it to women. And this is really like the last fucking time we need to be doing that or because there are a lot of people that are going to be new to this. And like, I saw some, I saw some like nice, like let's, let's take for an example, like last week we saw immediately after row, a lot of like primarily white women taking to TikTok saying like, if you want to come camping in my state, I can feed you and house you and keep you warm. And that was supposed to be an allusion to if you need to travel to access an abortion because you live in a banned state, you can stay with me for free. And like, if you are new to this, like it's completely forgivable that you might not know that like there are states that want to take that video of yours and find your IP address and potentially go to your house. Like I understand that you might not know that. So I think it's perfectly fine to gently explain to people maybe making public that your home is available isn't actually the safest thing. But then I, I saw TikToks all weekend of just like really making fun of those women and really dragging them. And, you know, some of them were like a little bit funny, but it's like, then, then if I'm new to this too, like I would rather somebody patiently explain to me what is helpful than just feel like, Oh, I shouldn't, I am not equipped to even bother here because we really, this yeah, is really going to be a nationwide involved, sisterhood to keep everybody. If safe. I get involved, someone smarter with more know-how is going to make fun of me. Mm-hmm. Like that's the other thing. People are like, really, people don't like to be made fun of and they don't like to be clowned on and they don't like to be dunked on. Now, some people deserve being made fun of. <laughs> and like, sometimes that happens, but it's like, when you take someone who is like w- doing something well-meaning, but corny or cringy, and you're you turn them into a joke it's like i can imagine that being pretty alienating well you know i mean there's a lot to be said about like people feeling like this obligation to educate people and like you can do the research yourself or whatever this and that and then there's this other thing about you know like i've been here you know i kind of get it's like i've been doing this work for so long how are you going to come in like I understand that. But then there's been, you know, there's even in even in leftist circles, there's been discussions of like they've been making fun of feminist like protest and feminist thing. And like everyone made a meme of girl bossing and gatekeeping shit when mm-hmm. it's just like, yeah, we're obviously not done with th- those fucking movements like. We actually have a long, long way to go. But if everything immediately like is cringe, if it's not the most radical, th- you know, it, it's just like it's the little nugget of truth to the cancellation, mm-hmm. stupid ass, like reactionary centric, uh, centrist New York Times op eds that are like, no, this guy got canceled. And it's like, uh, you know, at one moment, it's like as a society, we need to work on calling in instead of calling out. And doing things and like accepting people where they're at and all that. Like that is something important. Um, but to the extent where it's like 
oh, well, I don't even want to bother not being racist because mm-hmm. I'm just, you know, like that kind of stuff. Yeah. It's like there, there, there's a thin line. But yeah, like it is just like whatever. Let people be cringe. Like people are always, I think half the sh- other shit people do is, cr- I don't know. Absolutely. Like, I let people be cringe. Let people enjoy things. There are people that are really working hard to really, really hurt us. So it's okay to let people, let people be cringe. Hey, American Fever Dream listeners. I'm here to tell you that there is no reason to panic the next time you're searching for the perfect gift. Because now you can use gift mode on Etsy. Gift mode on Etsy is here to take the stress out of gifting so you can find the perfect item for anyone for any occasion. And it's easy. You just tap or click gift mode in your Etsy app or Etsy.com and then answer a few questions about who you're shopping for and what they like. And gift mode instantly gives you a curated gift idea list based on hundreds of personas. Now it is simple to find gifts made by independent sellers for all the people in your life. So whether you need a Mother's Day gift for the quilter or a birthday present for the vintage hunter, there is something for everyone on Etsy. Some of my favorite things to do are go to Etsy gift mode and then search absurd things like what kind of gifts do you have with Walter Cronkite on them? What kind of gifts do you have for dachshund owners? There's jewelry, ceramic, toys, board games, all kinds of fun stuff. A gifting moment is always right around the corner, whether it's a birthday, an anniversary, a holiday, or even just a day to say thank you. Gift mode on Etsy has you covered. Need to find the perfect gift? Don't panic. Try gift mode on Etsy now. Today's episode of American Fever Dream is brought to you by Newly. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick, but can't always afford the super high-end stuff? I have a solution for you. It's Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription rental service, and for just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles. They also have inclusive sizing up to 5X, as well as petite and maternity. You get fast, free shipping and returns and professional cleaning and newly state-of-the-art laundering facility. No laundry for you to worry about. This is the best. You just put it back in your box, send it out, and before you know it, you've got your next one. And you always have the option to buy what you love for sometimes up to 75% off. I bought the Rachel Antonoff pasta puffer from them. I was obsessed with it, like everybody who tries it is, and it was completely sold out everywhere else. So I felt like I really, really had an in there. So thank you, Newly. Newly is an amazing value at $98 a month for any six styles. And right now you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code FeverDream20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y.com. That's Newly with two U's and enter the code FeverDream20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com. Newly with two U's with code FeverDream20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. Okay, that was a nice catharsis. <laughs> I will not be looking at Twitter for the rest of the day. So let's spend a little bit of time talking about this shooting yesterday. So yesterday, a shooter opened fire into a crowd of parade attendees in Highland Park, Illinois. Six people are dead with victims ranging from eight years old to 85 years old. 26 are injured, 26 to 30 with reports that bullets, I mean, every um, like eyewitness account just sort of described like bullets coming from everywhere. The firearm was found on the roof of a nearby business and was described as a high-powered rifle, but we don't know exactly which yet, or we didn't, but um, 1.30 on Tuesday. Highland Park's mayor said that she didn't know much about the weapon, but that it was legally obtained wherever it was obtained. However, they weren't sure where it was from, because in June 2013, about six months after um, Sandy Hook, Highland Park officials passed an ordinance banning AR-15s and AK-47s. 
the 22-year-old suspect was at large for a while, which is just notable, especially because of the very large law enforcement presence at the parade that was there, you know, to monitor for this exact situation. The shooter posted disturbing and graphic videos and animations online about committing an act of carnage like this. Um, but there were a lot of neighbors saying, you know, who seemed to can't help themselves, but say the shooter was white. You know, back in the day, he was such a quiet, nice kid, like the family's nice people. His father is a deli owner who unsuccessfully ran for mayor of the town. And he liked posts about protecting the Second Amendment immediately following the Uvalde shooting. So to whatever extent that matters, I mean, clearly like coming from a background where gun ownership was a priority. Again, I don't like to just minimize this to a cheap, you know, metaphor about July 4th about being on brand. But um, it's just like you really can't go in a crowd anywhere. I mean, the, the, the succession of these shootings, I think, is really feels really suffocating to people like you're truly not safe anywhere. Well, yeah. And also there were like, I mean, this was an actual shooting that took place, but there were multiple events like you can see it on Twitter, different firework displays across the country where people were thought there was a mm -hmm. shooting and people scattered or whatever, because now it's like you literally can't hear loud noises in this country without thinking yeah. about this kind of stuff. I, it It's like. The other day I was at dinner with some friends and we got a little like Prosecco for a friend's birthday and the the top of it popped a little prematurely and it hit like the tinfoil roof of the little outdoor like hut area we were sitting in mm -hmm. and it made, it like popped through it actually. It was crazy. Oh it made such a loud noise and you could just tell in the second before like everyone was like, oh, it's just a champagne cork that hit a thing. Like... The sh like you could see it on every single person's face that it was like, oh, my God, is it a mass shooting or does someone have a gun or is that what's going on? And it's like it, you know, sometimes it's true and sometimes it's not. But the fact that like there are, are multiple videos of people fleeing various July 4th celebrations just because they heard something that could have been gunshot gunshots is sad enough in conjunction with the fact that one of them actually was a fucking real shooting. Uh, yeah, there's like all these memes now where like it's like, oh, pe people in the suburbs saying like, was that gunshots or fireworks? But it's like, we've been here long enough. We know that it's not just a certain neighborhood mm -hmm. that mm -hmm. has problems with gun violence. And that is so exemplified because if you multiple outlets are saying this happened in Chicago for to like you know, you know, mm -hmm. support the narrative that Chicago's like this gun violent place and like honestly support racist narratives. But Highland Park and it's is 25 miles. miles. Yeah. Yeah. 25, 30 miles away. And it's a predominantly white suburb. And, you know, obviously, like we're going to talk about um, the other shooting that the police did. But like this was a white kid who has very pro Trump, very disturbing things in his past. And um, so there's like all this responsibility there. And also, like I was at a Fourth of July celebration yesterday. Like the police presence was literally planes, trains, and automobiles. There were police on bikes, police are walking, police in cars, police on horses. Mm -hmm. Police on horses in New York City at like a park that's on the water. Like, why do you need that? They're so crowded that there's no reason to have horses. There and there was like five. It's 90 horses. degrees. It's 90 degrees, and it's just like, 
like, it's disturbing to see that, you know, there was a bunch of cops there and nothing happened. It was disturbing to hear all this narrative about, like, it being in Chicago. Um, that they didn't find this guy right away. It's just like, yeah, what do police do? Like, that's a whole other fucking argument. And, you know, there's just this tweet going around where this girl who was at the shooting posted she had to get stitches on her face. She's bleeding. She posted all this stuff. And someone was like, I'm really sorry that this happened. You should vote in November. So, like, that oh is what, you know, God. that is the thing. And, like, Fuck off. Exactly. Everyone's like, you know, obviously using this as a point to, like, dunk on Democrats. But it's just like, yeah, that is fucking cringe. You know, it's, it's fucking, and, like, it's just all that, you know, Every mass shooting is, like, exemplary of, like, 15 problems. But seeing yeah. that, like, just vote thing, you know, being crazy. And then, you know, there's, like, this stupid, you know, this thing of Nancy Pelosi being in this, like, Italian castle. Like, there's, like, paparazzi that took pictures of her yesterday. And people are like, wait, wasn't she just fundraising for Roe? And she's just, like, in Italy. And, which I'm like, not that politicians should enjoy things, but... It, it just feels so weird to have, like, feel like there's an action in Washington, having people, like, be like, vote, having people try to fundraise for Roe, and also seeing your politicians just, like, enjoying their life abroad. It's just, mm-hmm. there's a lot going on. And it's, yeah, with the Roe stuff, I am like, who the fuck is in charge? Who, who is guiding? Who is I'm seeing some really great messaging from, we've said, Elizabeth Warren. Some great messaging from AOC, some great messaging from Cori Bush over the weekend. But as we've said, we're not seeing the party get behind them. Like, yeah, you're right. Like, Millie, I do want you to cancel your trip. Enjoy yourself. But like, it doesn't look good to us who like when you're 10, like, no, you can't go to Italy and have an Italian vacation when there are 10 year old women in the country that you were like probably the most powerful woman in you are or, or third or second most powerful woman. No, don't go, Nancy. Like this yeah. should all we should all feel like. I mean, we talked about this at the beginning, right? Like you have to balance your mental health and these headlines are really like, you can't just, if you engage with them constantly, you'll just be, you'll be exhausted. But yeah, I'm going to need, I'm going to need my politicians to at least virtue signal, you know? Yeah. I mean, for me, it's like, I just think, you know, when we talk about the just vote of it all on this podcast, we also take time to acknowledge like, yeah, you do still have to vote, right? Mm -hmm. Like you have you do still have to vote. It's just, it's not feeling really great right now. We want to see more. We want to see more from our elected politicians. And like, we understand why people are feeling frustrated. And I don't hear an acknowledgement of that from the top at all. Like they literally just keep saying it. Yeah. And I think that has been, what's really frustrating me is it's like, you guys are very well aware that people are being graded. Like it grates on people when you say this because they don't feel like there's action. And, but for you to just keep saying it without any acknowledgement of like, I know that you guys are not feeling great about this Mm -hmm. or like to try to speak to the way people are actually, you know, yeah. I mean, I think you put it perfectly last week. You sold, we sold you a broken puzzle. Here's where you can pre-order the right puzzle. It will come to you in November, but you have to pre-order it and play a role and keep up with it and subscribe to this mailing list. And here's how we can fix it. Not just like, just vote. It's like, yeah, they did that. They did that. 
and just like no acknowledgement. They're going to keep doing whatever. And we're fucking suffering here. We are so, like, it's, it's a lot. It just feels like this huge disconnect. I, you know, it's hard because people on the right are insanely disconnected from their base. You know, they're all Ivy League, whatever. And they try to come off as like these working class populist people. So, you know, I, I tried not to go too in, but I'm also like, nobody has, there hasn't been a national acknowledgement of what's going on with rents, mm -hmm. like with rent, like stabilization and all that, like. You're Nobody right. People are just suffering. And then this is all like, you know, you know, Joe Biden's approval ratings are in the in in hell. Like they're so bad. <laughs> but like instead of they're just kind of trying to like own people on Twitter about how markets actually work. And it's like we understand that you don't see this as your fault, but like things happen. The rents are and people are suffering like they need. And it's just, it just really feels like they're just sort of like, well, what do you want us to do? I mean, Kamala Harris didn't say that. Listen, what do you want us to do about it? Fix I mean, Biden will do that, too. He'll get he'll get salty and be like, well, inflation's happening everywhere. And it's like, you guys are. Congratulations. You guys are technically correct. But guess right. what? If your plan before November is to get everybody in a little econ 101 class with you guys. That's not. We don't. Even, that's not happening. That's not happening. We can't even not in America. Love. Not this education Everyone, system. <laughs> yeah, we. First of all, they're trying to like destabilize public education. That is actually an agenda item of Republicans and Eric Adams, and <laughs> so Republicans. Like, yeah, Republicans. And like, yeah, Joe Biden, let's get everyone in fucking Econ 101. Oh, wait, how much does that cost? What are student loans? What's happening with student loans? You fucking yeah. asshole. And it's like, you don't have to. But it's like, can we get some acknowledgement of like, yeah, these guys are fucking greedy. And it, this is the thing that gets annoying is that you're going to be unpopular anyway. Absolutely. <laughs> like, At this point. Exactly. Like, so why not try to do big, bold things? Like people are not gonna fuck with you anyway, but you're not doing shit anyway. Yeah, this is this is the time to go for it. I agree. So we want to make sure that we discuss this other headline and make sure it doesn't get um, drowned out. So that is another deadly shooting we need to discuss is that of Jalen Walker, the 25 year old was shot upwards of 60 times by officers after a pursuit following a traffic stop last week. And this has resulted in protests in Akron, Ohio, and demands for answers. There really isn't a lot of information about why Walker was driving away from police, what he was experiencing, what his goal was. But he was for about seven minutes before he exited the vehicle wearing a ski mask. Regardless, there is a there's just tons of video footage from many angles now, including body cam, just showing how long they shot into this man. Um, especially how long they shot at him after he had already fallen down. There's, like I said, a bunch of videos and it appears that he is shot 60 times. He falls to the ground after a second of, you hear about a second of shooting and then it just goes on and on and on, even though he's like on the ground and another officer can be heard yelling to cease fire. Eight officers who were directly involved in the shooting have been placed on administrative leave. They are being paid. There was a gun in Walker's car and officers claimed that they heard a shot fired from within the car and found a casing, but Walker was not armed when he exited the car and was shot down. And also just reminder that whenever we say the police said that like the police also said that George Floyd 
you know, died in a medical in a medical incident. The police said that that there was nothing they, they could do in Uvalde shooter right. before he went in, and that they had a firefight with him, and <laughs> but they just couldn't stop him. And then actually, they had just stood there for ninety minutes and didn't do anything. So yeah, they didn't do shit. This is what they <laughs> say. They said they heard a shot fired from within the car and found a casing. But like I said to my knowledge, when he exited the car, he was not armed at that point. But like I said, he was shot but down. How, could, how could they hear a shot fired? When they couldn't even hear another officer being like, stop shooting, you know? So it's like, okay, whatever. Isn't, yeah, like having a gun, having a ski mask, these aren't things that should kill you. Not get shot 60. That's the, I think that's what the community is really showing is that, again, regardless of what Walker was going through at that time, why he, why he was, why he drove away from this traffic stop, there's no reason to shoot somebody 60 times. Like, you're not allowed yeah. to kill people. You're just not fucking allowed to do it. It's not when somebody's running away from you. That is not uh, on the list of options to stop them. Why is that on their fucking list? They right, did like, chase him, but they were like, no, we couldn't get him down. It's like, well, it was fine. There's no crime for which immediate execution is what we have decided is the correct like punishment um they're supposed to be trying to apprehend everyone uh and then have a fair trial yeah we have a justice system to bring them to justice like if this guy was running from them okay there are probably cameras everywhere you can find out his life like you like right. they have if they need to find Jalen Walker, you could they could let him run in that instance and then find him later. He doesn't need the to be done. They down. often do. They, that's their people. MO. That's what they did in Highland Park. <laughs> they, yeah, I'm like the guy who shot at 30 people, they didn't fucking shoot him 60 times. They let his out. And that was like just a few, you know, Ohio and Illinois are not that far away from each other. It's not like the other side of the where things are operated differently. But this is the, exactly what People are fucking frustrated about. And it's like, yeah, like, even if somebody does get the death penalty, which, you know, personally, I believe that's wrong. They get years and years of appeals. They get chances to whatever before it fucking happens. You don't just get to shoot somebody because whatever. And cops are fucking liars. And I'm also just like, why do you need eight fucking cops? This is what I'm talking about. Yes, exactly. Every time it's they were on a pursuit. one or two, there's like, eight of them there's 12 of them and you know just like uh in the end of policing you know it's just like this that book that says like police have stopped viewing themselves as guardians of the community and they see themselves as people at war with the community mm -hmm. like they're warriors fighting against you know and they come together and band together and protect each other against everyone else and that is where shit has gone fucking left and this is just clear because eight people shooting 60 times. Right, right. What the fuck do you need to shoot 60 times? Exactly. And and you have an officer, even a fellow cop, like saying out loud, stop, like cease fire. There's absolutely no reason to continue to shoot at this man. And again, we'll find out what happened. Um, apparently, had his girlfriend had recently died in a car accident. Um, the family didn't say if that like would have anything to do with his mental state, but they did say that the gun he had like just gotten it. They were like, he probably, if there was a shot, it was probably a mistake. Again, like I think Elise, you put it perfectly. Like you do not uh, immediately execute people. That is not the um, criminal, that is not in the, that is not the criminal code for when people run away from you during a chase. That is yeah. not what you do. Some of like the most worst despicable criminals who like 
really test the case for being anti-carceral <laughs> or whatever, were allowed to go through the criminal justice system. So no matter what, if it does come out that Jalen Walker was, I don't know, he had a ski mask for some nefarious purpose and he did have a gun, it's just like, okay, arrest him. Yeah. Arrest him and put him through the legal there process. There are eight of you, yeah. There are eight of you. You can arrest him. You could also find him later. later. You're a police department. You have, you have lots a lot of resources. Of All of you guys are staring at his car, which he has left behind. He's running. <laughs> He's the on car foot. is here. You can probably find out some information from the car. So it's just like, it's just crazy to me that people are killed for running. What I don't understand, oh, no, walking or just being, I don't understand why America's police aren't like the most anti-gun people that we have. They are the ones that, con oh that, that allegedly worry constantly about getting killed by them. Why aren't mm -hmm. they pissed by the constant proliferation of guns everywhere? Imagine if he, they saw him with an AK-47. I know. Is That's it fucking safe? It's safer to be a white man with an AK-47 than to be a black man with your appearance with concealed lead, yeah, with a pistol. in the dark. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, exactly. Like, well, first of all, you know, if we're going there, you know, a lot of the boyfriend loopholes Cops. apply to I know. police officers. <laughs> Yesterday in Chelsea, I just saw this, a sticker everywhere and it was just, I wish I knew who did it. It was just a, it was a pink cute heart and it just said 40% of cops are domestic abusers. It was just posted like everywhere. Like, Yassify a domestic abuse if it will make people pay attention. Fine. Well, uh, that, that's a whole other thing of like, People, you know, this is like a side tangent, but like people are like, oh, New York is so dangerous. New York is so blah, blah, blah. Like a, a mother was shot in the back of her head in Upper East Side and like the city so dangerous. And then you read about it. It was her ex-boyfriend. Domestic abuse. It, yeah. Oh, it was like all these fucking random acts of violence are always a domestic abuse that cops did not pay attention to. Mm -hmm. That this woman had all these restraining orders on him and everything. And fucking but anyway um no one takes it seriously and, and then and then want to make a narrative about the city mm -hmm. but anyway yeah i don't yeah. understand if cops are going to freak out every time that they see a gun like you're saying why are we fighting so hard to keep them around like you know f nobody needs an ak-47 but if cops are gonna if their excuse for shooting black men like philando castillo or this guy is that they had a gun then yeah they should be advocating like you know what the only people to make it safer for everyone if you want us to stop killing people maybe nobody should have guns except for cops but if people don't keep getting shot they don't get their fun toys their little tanks that the military doesn't use anymore they can't be like fucking militarized and bumfuck nowhere and you have like a tiny militia that can't even stop a mass shooting a, a mass shooting in a fucking elementary school we only have a couple more minutes, but there's not even much to discuss with this headline. But I think just like collectively as a gender, I think we need to process it. While 10-year-olds in Illinois were dropping to the ground for their lives to avoid bullets, a 10-year-old in Ohio was forced to travel to Indiana to obtain an abortion. These are the headlines that I frankly like hoped that we could scare people out of ever having to, to see. But here we are. The 10-year-old obviously was raped there's no, I, i'm it's terrible to laugh yeah, but i just no. saw i just saw some things like was she a rape victim it's like of course she was 10 years old every 10 year old no, is a rape victim she like, wasn't like yeah just no no she was insane a 10 year old is a rape victim if they are pregnant 
like without any questions of the fact that anyone might have to like prove <laughs> prove that element. But regardless, Ohio has a trigger ma'am. So the child abuse doctor that she saw helped coordinate her. Um, she went to Indiana to get an abortion because she was six weeks and three days pregnant. Uh, this made her ineligible to obtain one in Ohio. And Angelique, just a good reminder, like, I don't know who these um, anti-abortion rights people think they're thinking about when they think about young mothers, but like, you can get your period at nine, 10. That's a, that's a pregnant mother. The doctor she visited in Indiana specialized in child abuse, or I'm sorry, in Ohio and helped the family arrange to travel to Indiana. And the doctor who treated her um, spoke to outlets and made a point to say that, you know what, she might not be able to continue doing this for out-of-state patients because Indiana state lawmakers, they might implement abortion restrictions in a matter of weeks. They haven't yet banned or restricted abortion, but they're likely to do so because they called a special session in Mike Pence's Indiana of the state assembly that convenes later this month. So this is just... Again, a nightmare, a nightmare example on how you can ever, I don't know how any movement that would ever suggest that a 10 year old become a mother or have to undergo, you know, traveling to end this pregnancy is like, is the moral high ground. Yeah, I mean, it's just this is exactly like we always talk about the spectrum where like everyone should be allowed their right to an abortion. Abortion doesn't have to be a crazy uh, traumatic thing, but like. We have also sounded the alarm about these very, very real and desperate things that can happen to people. And it is really disturbing that this little girl, in a way, was like, she's like luckier than the other little girls who are going to come after her because she was able to go to Indiana when soon it's going to be like, are you excited for your first flight? Honey, because yeah. we're about you have to go to New York or you have to go do all of this stuff. And then again, it's like, like I said, you know, then this child has to undergo a medical procedure where my guess would be they would be a lot more comfortable at home in their bed with all their little girl stuff that they have, which is probably, again, since she's 10, dolls, that sort of thing. And this is not just a person. This is not just a child who is going to have the potentially dramatic experience of ending a pregnancy. What I just keep thinking about is like this is a 10-year-old who has been Raped as yeah. a ten yeah. year old. Yeah. It's just like, it's it's so there's been a lot of discussions too about like the people that made these laws or passed these laws, like had all this time to try like have been <laughs> right. working on it for fifty years <laughs> yeah. and like are clumsily figuring it out now that it's finally like you know, they haven't thought about the practical things yet. There's like a lot of loopholes. It's kind of a fucking huge mess in terms of legislation wise. Huge and then mess. there's also like things like this that make it. And, and I just keep thinking about AOC shared this one clip of Abbott saying like, you know, oh, yeah, well, we're going to ban abortion. And people keep talking about like, oh, what about incest or rape? And, and then Abbott straight up was like. We're going to end all rape. <laughs> right, right. So, yeah, I'm, we're just going right. to end rape. I forgot about so that. So we're not going to have to worry about abortion because we're going to end rape. And it's like, these people Amazing. are so fucking, like, how are you going to end rape? You Hundreds of episodes of SVU and you think you're going to end rape. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Because they don't know what rape is. You can't really get is. the heat like, on, Greg Abbott. They think that it's literally just you. Stranger you're danger. You're, yeah. you're a dumb girl and she's got a too short skirt on and she's walking yeah. home late at night and she didn't exactly. have her keys in her knuckles and she got scooped up and like that's what they think it is. When actually it's like you're 10 and your uncle's a fucking creep 
who should be yeah. in jail or your, your next door neighbor is a too. Yeah, yeah nobody exactly him. exactly like <sighs> it's so much more complicated i know way to just like with one move, they're really going to expose a lot of darkness of American life that they probably would have benefited from keeping quiet. My computer battery is running out. My emotional battery is running out. <laughs> we'll be back tomorrow and Thursday with you. Thank you. Until the end of Democracy, I'm Amanda Duberman. I'm Elise Morales. I'm Millie Tamaris. And this is the Betcha Sub Podcast. Bye. The Betcha Sub Podcast is produced by Amanda Duberman, Jorge Morales Pico, and Sean Kilby. Editing by Jorge Morales Pico. Social media by Amanda Duberman. Be sure to follow at Betches underscore SUP on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. And send us your emails to SUPPod at Betches.com. Betches.